All right, welcome back to the Friday bonus edition of Appetite for Construction podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm just going to go right into our guests and uh, bring them in. It's uh, Tim McRaith and his son, Michael McRaith. And I don't know, guys, what's the technical term, but you are my cousin's husband and son. So what does that make you guys? Second cousin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like second cousin twice removed. I don't even know. I consider you a cousin. I know. I know. I know. But um, I always said on on the Friday edition, I like to keep these light and entertaining and kind of um, non-trade related. Just have some fun. So I wanted to have Michael on. I see you guys at different family functions, at weddings and things. And I'm always interested in um, just different career paths and different, you know, different things that people are interested in. Michael, you have a kind of an interesting, um, was it right out of high school, you went to try to become a professional wrestler. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Right after uh, high school, I decided to look for wrestling schools. So I went to um, a couple around here. We had one in Illinois. I think it was in like Woodstock. Okay. I head over there. I took a look. I didn't like the scenery. Yeah. So then I was exploring where where else I could go. And OVW came up. And that's where like John Cena and all the big names were. Dang. And you wrestled against them? No, I didn't wrestle against <laughs> them. Yeah. But I decided. Uh, where was that? Uh, it's in Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you, you went down there and like, what's the process? I mean, how, how long do you work out or do you, I mean, are you taking roids or what's going on? So the process is, um, it's basically like you pay to get trained and they'll train you for like as long as you want, basically. And Mm -hmm. then, um, we had like a workout routine too. So you have to get in shape and stuff. And then supplement-wise, I would take, like, uh, gold standard whey protein, like protein shakes and yeah. mass gainers and stuff like that. But I always tried to uh, look in shape because you're in front of a crowd 24-7, yeah. so I thought I had to look good, you know? So is this more, like, it's almost like college. You have to go and move there and, like, live on a campus and kind of have yeah. a regimented curriculum every day where you're working out or competing against people yeah every um saturday and sunday we would have training um and i lived in a uh, apartment up there so i would live in an apartment right off of uh university of louisville so really cool and then saturday and sunday we have training and then every wednesday i believe we would have matches yeah. So then you'd go to the arena and then have matches. Like I said, you know, I, I'd see you when we'd go to these family functions. You're, you know, you have two younger sisters. I see you as like little kids. And then I saw like you posted or somewhere there was like footage of you doing like, you know, suflex and jumping off the ropes. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. That's a, look at this guy. <laughs> He's like, this is like serious, right? Yeah. <laughs> and one of the, tell them about the stuff that you could do, but they wouldn't allow you to do. Oh, yeah. So I could do uh, a lot of moves, but um, you're told what to do in these matches. And they would always make me 
kind of be like the rag doll, so I'd be more tossed around. What? It's scripted? Yeah. It was choreographed <laughs> and yeah, scripted. But I, I learned a lot of moves and I taught I taught myself, so I would teach myself all these flips just so I can turn it into a move for wrestling. Yeah, that's awesome. So you never once just said, you know what, screw this, I'm gonna script uh, flip the script and I'm going to just like take this guy in a headlock and, you know, oh. throw him upside down and pin, <laughs> pin him. But we uh, just to, I think after six months of training, right, Mike, yeah. we, you had your first match. Um, so Pam, Maddie, and I drove down to Louisville to watch his first match. And Pam was so nervous and so was Maddie. They were like, because they're getting, he's getting beat up in the ring. You know, yeah. a lot of it's choreographed, but yeah, but a lot of it has to be, a lot of it has to be somewhat real, right? I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. Know. It's a physical thing, right, you, Mike? And, you feel it when you hit the mat, yeah. and some, sometimes the punches they'll actually land, and that I get close. So, so we uh, we went and saw his first match. That was really, and it was happened to be one of his good friends uh you know in the program so what they do did they kind of say whoever sells the most tickets will win the will win their match yeah right? they said whoever sells the most tickets um gets the main event Ooh. and um they get to uh, choose if they want to win or not so my friend sold the most tickets because he lives in kentucky yeah um so he was able to bring so many people in and then uh, he ended up winning the match, but we were the main event because he sold so many tickets. So, and so the main event, you had to <laughs> you had to go by a script, and you lost, or uh, how did that? Yeah, turn I out? had to follow the script. Uh, it's just <laughs> like learning about Santa Claus. I, I I didn't know it was all scripted, and yeah, <laughs> hey, don't don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> So, uh, 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 so how long did you do that for? I did that for, I want to say, a year or two. I stopped, yeah. A little over a year, right? And then you ran out of money. So you had to go. <laughs> yeah. it, it cost, uh, what, a thousand bucks a month to, because to, you're training the whole time and you're hoping you get noticed, right? Yeah. But, for at the place I went to, we we paid to wrestle. Um, but if I went somewhere else, I could actually make money off of like these matches, but it would be little money. Yeah, yeah. They had independent ones, right? Yeah. In other states that he would go to, they would drive over to a, some gymnasium, right? And, yeah. and then uh, one time, what did you guys lift a four hundred pound guy? We lifted like a huge. Had guy. him break yeah. the table, and then oh, yeah. someone threw you on a table, right, or something? I yeah. Forget. Wow. But you, you start wondering about insurance and stuff oh. like, oh, my God, what if you get hurt? You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. Hey, uh, real quick, um, Aiden, my son, he's 15. He's 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 working out for football and stuff. And so he's taking supplements. Maybe you could help him out, Michael, and let him know. But he takes that whey supplement, that shake. And then um, he just asked me about creatine. And I'm like, I don't think you're kind of young for creatine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would stay away from creatine. Um, but protein shakes. If he's taking that, I would say keep keep taking that. Yeah. Okay, so we we called his doctor, and the doctor's a sports doctor. He works with people from Northern Illinois, 
NIU and, and local, the kids in sports around the town and stuff. And so he asked him about creatine and the guy said, well, you know, there's really been no studies on uh, creatine and people under 16 or something or 15. So I really can't tell you, but you know, all, all indications is it's relatively safe. He goes, but I have a, I have a son that he just turned 16 and I allowed it when he turned 16 and I would not allow it for, you know, a kid younger than that. And so my son who's listening to that, what do you think he hears? The only part he hears is it's safe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's relatively safe. So can I take it down? I'm like, no, no, I don't think you can. So, well, we were always telling Michael not to take that yeah. stuff. I don't know if you did or not. But, no, I didn't. But he actually, Michael put on, wait, what was the, did you get up to like 190? At one point I got to 195. But solid, solid is a rock, you know. I, I never uh, jumped the leap and got to 200 though. Yeah. Is that a different class then or is that? Uh, no, they don't They don't have a weight class. Like a middleweight to a heavyweight or, you know. Unless, yeah. yeah. No. No, so they don't have a weight class. Like you could be wrestling a guy that's like three hundred pounds. Yeah, is that in WWE? Too? <laughs> yeah, in, in WWE too. Yeah, it's the same thing. You could wrestle anyone, any size, and any weight. Yeah, really? Wow. <laughs> so you just you ran out of money, and you said, "Okay, that's it for me." But it was a good experience, you know. I I think it was cool that yeah. you did it. I'm always for people who want to just follow a dream or follow, you know, something that you know, scratch an itch and go try it. I'm always jealous yeah. of that, you know. So it's a it's a pause dream. Maybe one day I'll get oh, back. Oh, listen to this, Dad. What do you think? <laughs> well, make sure you have some insurance you know, yeah. and money to back you up. You know, yeah. that's. That's the thing, because, yeah, uh, the clock is ticking right on that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know what? Uh, we learned that you work at ABC Plumbing and Heating. Is that in Buffalo Grove, or where is that? Yeah, I think it's in um, – it's, like, on the border of Arlington Heights okay. and Buffalo Grove. I think it's in Arlington Heights. That's cool. That's cool. So there is a there is a bit of a synergy between – you know, the industry and, and this, and this podcast. Yeah, right. you guys on. <laughs> so Tim, now I got to ask you some questions and I find, right. uh, you know, what you've done very interesting. I was telling a buddy of mine earlier today and he had a bunch of questions. So I have to remember what he had asked me, but, um, yeah. So when you were young, you were in a couple, you were an extra in some movies, right? Yeah. Like how, yes. how old were you at that time? So I had just graduated in 1983 at Eastern Illinois University, just got home. And then my brother, Pat, who was a senior in high school at Evanston Township, he said he heard from John Cusack, who also went to Evanston Township, that, uh, hey, we need a bunch of extras for 16 Candles. It's filming here locally, you know. So I'm I'm like, I can pass as a high school kid. Yeah. (laughs) I'm only 22, so I uh, I signed up. You know, they were taking as many as they could get, so I got in it, and I ended up working four days on it, one one or two days at the dance scene. So you're uh, you can see me popping in um, in the dance scene. They scan some of the major couples, yeah, and then I I bounce in over one someone's shoulder in a green sweater. You can see me, but that's 
a minor part, but but then uh, oh the big the they, big part yeah here we go yeah the the big part was the party <laughs> scene the yeah. party scene um, where John Cusack and the geeks are walking into the front door Long Duck Dong opens the door right and he's hanging on it right or? yeah he's hanging on it and I'm in the uh, you know entryway with a beer in my hand a green sweater yeah um, and I'm talking to a bunch of people and I'm I've got a beer in my hand so. But later on that night, um, they filmed they, at 2 a.m. in the morning. They're like, when you're an extra, you're just waiting around until they say, hey, I need two extras. So they, this guy comes in and says, I need two extras, a guy and a girl. And I'm like, I'm, I'm it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the scene where the car crashes, uh, yep. when Long Duck Dong crashes into the other car, and they pan over to the other car. I'm in the back seat with this girl and they dubbed like moaning and like, ah, <laughs> so you can see my green sweater. That That is me in the car, the other car. That's uh, awesome. But it, the funny thing about that scene was, like I said, it was at 2 a.m. in the morning and it was a compact car. So I'm in the back seat with this girl and I, I don't know what got into me. But I'm like, hey, John, can you have someone move these seats up? John, John. Uh, John Hughes. John Hughes, yeah. So I'm like, John, can you have someone move seats? So they sent two guys over and they moved the seats up. I after I said it, I thought they were gonna throw me out of the car. I get out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. But did you like did you get to know the the actors at all very well, or were you just kind of like in and out or well, um, like Molly Ringwall was pretty much kept to herself. She seemed kind of like standoffish, but, you know, yeah. she was only 16. So, but Anthony Michael Hall, you know, he was just listening to music on the side of the, yeah. and he, he seemed very uh, approachable. Long Duck Dong was a great guy. I talked to him a little bit. A donger. Yeah. And then the good looking blonde, you know, that yeah. was going out with Jake. She was very nice. She was very, uh open to talking you know dang this is one of my favorite movies when was this like 19 you said 83? 1984 okay. so it was filmed in 83 and came out in 84 it still it still stands the test of time i gotta say doesn't it yeah i, I just saw a tiktok that says the best five the top five movies from the 80s and number five 16 candles <laughs> So I was like happy to hear that, Michael. What do you think when you you're pretty impressed with that? You're like, eh, dang, yeah, I think that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, but what do you think of the movie? Now, like, I I show my kids or my son like Caddyshack and you know all these movies that we loved when we were kids, and he's like, eh, I don't know. He just it's not the same kind of humor, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, that movie I just I love that movie. I think it's yeah. pretty cool that he's in. Uh, all those things as and, extras, yeah. yeah. And then uh, in '86, I got in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so okay. I, I uh, that was at the Art Institute. Okay. Um, so all I'm doing is observing a painting with my arms folded, so you can see me from the back. I'm in a gray suit. Ah. But right after they show me looking at a painting, they show all the the actors looking the same way. You know? Yeah. So it was kind of neat to see that, uh, to do that one as well. Did you want to be an actor or was this something kind of like summertime, like job or? Well, I never thought it 
is possible, but they started filming a lot more in Chicago in the 80s. And um, so once I happened to fall into the 16 Candles, I, I actually did probably 10 to 15 movies in the 80s and 90s, wow, you know. And really? So, um, so you're getting I, royalties from these movies every time. No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but like some of them, I worked on Sleepless in Seattle, but it was, uh, I was edited out of it. They had only one scene in Chicago and yeah. I wasn't in it. But um, the barber shop I, I worked on, um, you could barely see me in that one. But, but you're getting paid for this, though, for your time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And um, well, more recently, I've been in between jobs, like I'm in between a job right now. So I started, you know, uh, checking in to see if they had anything going. So I started working on some TV shows, um, like Chicago Med. I was on yesterday's episode, actually. Oh my god, I got to look this up. You you, so, you posted a picture on Instagram. Of you're uh, like a security guard, is that? Right? Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, I'm telling you, you looked apart. You really looked <laughs> like I'm like, dang, that that's good. And then, uh, you know, 61st Street, which got canceled after the first year, but I was I worked on that. There was a one called Paper Girls, okay. a TV series, but that only lasted a year as well. But I, I was actually a principal in that one. Okay. So principal, and uh, they were doing their valedictorian speech, and I'm on the stage with the oh wow the actor. But uh, but yeah, it's it's fun, and I think I might. Con- continue to do this when I retire, maybe just do a little of this and who knows, you know? So are you, you said you did a lot in the 80s. So do they, would they probably pick you because you've done more in the past or how does that work? Not really. Once you register with these agencies and and the agencies from back then are all gone. You know, I think I remember the Gettys agency is what did 16 candles and Ferris Bueller's, but that one's long gone. But um, there's a few talent or extra agencies in the area, extraordinary casting, um, four-star casting. Uh, I work with them a little bit and if I'm available, I'll just, uh, you can put your profile on their thing and they'll call you when uh, they'll let you know when, when they have something. Yeah, for I was you. just going to ask like, what, what is the process for, you know, if someone listening yeah. to this is like, Hey, it sounds kind of cool. What do I have to do to, well, well, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire are all filmed here in a local studio, Cineplex Odeon, or something called something like that. But they, if you go to their Facebook pages and you follow them, the, anytime they have a posting, they'll tell you respond if you're available for this episode, and then you yeah. you fill out your information and uh, email it to them, and they'll. Uh, They'll let you know if they need you. So it's kind of it's pretty easy to do that, but you gotta follow each of them on on Facebook. Yeah, I just had an idea. I think you guys should write, produce, and direct a movie about professional wrestling. Hey, that's a good idea. Ah, uh, see, my oh, Michael, he just lit up. Let's go. <laughs> that sounds good. So, uh, Michael. Did you watch professional professional wrestling when you were a kid? I mean, did you get into it? So I actually, they didn't uh, let me watch when I was younger. Who's they? 
<laughs> my parents, uh, they were so mean, those parents. And then we're talking 10 or 12, but then we got then, into it. And then after a certain point, um, I eventually started watching it. And then 2008 and 2009 is kind of when I really got into it and watched it kind of religiously. Who were the ones that inspired yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say, who are your favorite wrestlers? So my favorite is uh, Triple H. He's yeah. uh He's the one that kind of got me into working out, too. I saw his physique, and then I thought, man, I want to kind of look like that as well. So then I started working out. Um, Jeff Hardy is another one I like. There's a guy named Scott Steiner, and he's like he's like a body guy, so his physique is really good, too. Yeah. So CM Punk. CM Punk, yeah. Can I tell you my wrestling story? And it's, it's yes. kind of rated R slash almost X, but I'm going <laughs> to tell it anyway. Yeah. So I, I lived in upstate New York, and my buddy, it was my birthday, took me up to Montreal. Up into Montreal, we drove up there, and we watched the Cubs. The Cubs were playing the Expos when they're the Montreal Expos back then. And they won the game. The Cubs won. We were all excited. And then we're like, what are we going to do? And so he's like, well, we're going to take you to a strip club for your, for your birthday. <laughs> and so we went to the <laughs> – <laughs> can't believe I'm telling the story. But we went to the strip club, and there were these small stages all across, you know, the room where these girls had their own little private dances, and they had, like, a little audience for each each area. And so we settled on this one and watching this girl dance, and she was dancing, and she had something written <laughs> on her inner thigh, like, with a Sharpie. And uh, so we're like, what, what does that say? What does that say? I don't know. What does it say? So we're like, hey, 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 stop stop the dance. Stop the dance. We're like, what What does that say? And she goes, this? And she turned, and it said the Hulkster was here, and there was an arrow pointing a certain oh, wow. direction. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. what does that mean? And we look behind us, and on the back wall, Hulk Hogan and Macho wow. Man, Randy, all those guys back in the late 80s or 90s, we're there in that in that strip club. Wow. So that's oh my, my gosh. Crazy. And where was where was that? In Montreal, that? Canada. Montreal. Oh my gosh. Wow. I wonder if they were there for a show or something. I probably they probably had just ended because we were probably there about eleven o'clock at night. But um Oh my gosh. That's my pro wrestling story. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so did you follow it? Uh not really. Years? I had a good friend that really followed it and um like I said, we kind of believe that it was real back when I was like 12 or 13, you know? Yeah. But um, he really, he went to all the events and stuff and I just never really got into it, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. it's still going strong, right? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's slowly but surely growing and yeah. going strong still. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you said there could be a to be continued to the story. So wishful thinking. Yeah. 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 So how, if I can ask, how old are you now, Michael? I'm uh, 29 now. Okay. I just turned 29. So you're right in your prime. Come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Well, that's, that's so cool. Like I said, I, I just, I wanted to have you guys on. You have some interesting stories to tell. It was, uh, it's fun to to delve into those stories, you know. Yeah, so, thanks for having us. Thanks yeah. for inviting us. Yeah. yeah, you had mentioned that there's a. If you could mention this, there's a YouTube uh, 
link that we oh, could yeah. maybe watch you or something? Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, his his name is Flex. His oh. name was Flex uh, in the thing. So Flex. you can either look up Flex McGrath. That's M C R A I T H or Michael McGrath, and you'll see his videos uh, on there. Yeah, Michael wow. McGrath on YouTube. Dang. Okay. Well, so, very, uh, very, very cool, man. Thank you for sharing <laughs> these stories. I love it. So yeah, cool. All right, well, guys. Thanks. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. It was great talking to you.